apparently this guy married his gym teacher in high school or from high school, not in high school. That'd have been weird. Married his gym teacher from high school. Did you know this? No. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 41. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, say hello to the people. What's up, people? It's a little cold out there today, man. It's uh, cold across the entire yeah. United States. Well, probably with the exception False. of you. Yeah. Let's go ahead and check the weather. Let's see what my weather app says. Looks like we got a high of 74 today. All right. Well, that about wraps it like... up for episode 41. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> you probably have a high of like seven points. That's just unnecessary. You don't need to say that on, on air. That You don't need to reveal that to us. Feels great. High man. of 39, low of 24. Oof. Brutal. It's better in Chicago right now. What are they, like negative 54? It's probably about that. Do you see where the guy put the Canerco jersey out and it like yeah. froze? Uh, Which I don't know. I, I don't know what to believe about that because I'm assuming he just drenched it in water, right? I mean, isn't it going to yeah. do that no matter where you put it? It's going to freeze? Yeah, pretty sure. I did see a video of this person on a roof with like a cup of water. And he threw it up in the air, and he immediately it like immediately turned into snow. No, that's no. I'm telling you, dude, that's not real. It was in slow mo. There was a dog pooping in the background. I'll look it up later. Uh, some news the other day. Thought we were going to be figuring out where Harper was going to go. Yeah, what M- the heck? MLB the show led us to believe that that was the case, <laughs> but uh, they. Instead, promoted a trailer teaser for the game coming out in February, and it was in the form of a Bartolo Colon ad. Bartolo Colon Colon ad. <laughs> there you go. I read that. I read that. I was like, wait a minute, that's his name, Bartolo Colon Colon ad. Which Cologne, Cologne. That just that just fits. There's gonna be a guy you're gonna have a Colon ad for. It's gonna be Colon. Uh, but yeah, total major troll job. I I figured that was too obvious. I wasn't getting my hopes up to be honest with you. I was like, they uh-huh. wouldn't they wouldn't promote it this way. The the bats, like the leaked picture of the bats, got me more hyped than anything else. The yeah, customized bats. I, was, I was starting to think that was photoshopped. Also, like the ESPN graphic that we saw, where Sports Center's set had the graphic all ready to go, which was photoshopped and for those who don't believe me go look at bryce harper's name on the graphic if you know what i'm talking about it's the graphic where it's like bryce harper to the phillies if you don't believe me go look at his name the b of bryce is overlapping the chair slightly and graphics don't do that it's photoshopped but yeah you are the wizard you're the you're the photoshop wizard no not the wizard i just like i told you i saw it in the comments and then i looked for myself and i was like oh that's a great point (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah i was trying to throw you a bone <laughs> hey i appreciate it <laughs> um 
But it sounds like we actually just got the notification not too long ago. It says he's meeting with the Padres, I guess. Yeah. So it sounds like we're not going to know where either of these guys are going to end up for at least another week or two, right? When did uh, I th- I was talking about this with somebody yesterday. When did JD sign last year? It was it was deep into February, wasn't it? And that guy was like one of the top three agents. Obviously not this hyped as far as Machado and Harper, but who knows, dude? I really don't care anymore, honestly. Yeah, I saw a tweet the other day where it was like, do Harper and Machado realize that they've waited so long that pretty much everybody has lost interest? And I'm like, I agree with that. Retweet. Yeah, don't – I mean, there's got to get to a point where you're like, yeah, let, let me find a house in this certain city that I moved to and get settled in. No, there's none of that. It's like you're going to find a house, you're going to move in a bed, and then you're going to have your first – Spring training game. It was like uh, Stanton last year. He didn't have furniture in his house for, what, a few months? Yeah, I heard about that. What was that? (laughs) You got one of the biggest contracts in baseball and you can't afford to hire a moving (laughs) company to move in furniture? That's, I mean, it explains a lot. I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised when I heard that. Oh, one other point here, kind of off topic before we dive into baseball history. Did you hear about the Traverse City pit spitters? I know I mentioned that to you. Did you hear about that? Uh, Not until you mentioned it. So apparently there's like a collegiate Northwoods League team out in Michigan, Traverse City, uh, that are going with the name pit spitters. And if you haven't seen their logo, you just need to look it up. It's phenomenal. It's like this cherry... And he's just this pissed off looking little fruit, and he's just spitting out the the pits. It's just an awesome logo, and I'm like, why didn't a minor league team adopt this? Like, this shows you that the minor league still has a little work to do. If you've got collegiate Northwoods league teams Whoa, coming up with the better seed logos, is a baseball, that is cool. Yeah, I want a hat with that on it, big time. But I saw that, and I'm like, that's phenomenal. I. Felt obligated to mention it on the show. So there you have it. If you haven't seen it, definitely look it up. It's one of the most creative logos I've ever seen. Northwoods League? Yeah, Collegiate Northwoods League. Interesting. But anyway, like I said, just felt like I had to mention it on air. Uh, Moving on, this day in baseball history. I've got it for this show or for this episode, uh, January 31st. Starting off, we got four points today. Usually going to three, but I had to include a fourth because it's a very special day. It is Jackie Robinson's 100th birthday. Yeah, he was born 100 years old, 100 years ago today in 1919 in Cairo, Georgia. It goes without saying. Obviously, a very special figure in the game. Uh, It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that he would have been a hundred, though. I just like I know he played a while, like a long time ago, but it just a hundred seems like a lot. Yeah, yeah, it does. Well, I mean, he. uh, I don't know how old was he when he like really cracked in with the Dodgers. He wasn't terribly young, if I recall. Yeah, I think it took him some time. So that's that's probably what it was. Um, He tore it up at UCLA for a little bit. Yeah, I played from 47 to 56. You won't do that math. I won't do that math. <laughs> I, I can't. 
on the spot, Matt. Yeah. No, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, obviously a super special day. Uh, it's been cool to see kind of what uh, current players and and teams have been doing on social media and so on and so forth to, to honor the day. Just super special day. Uh, 1961. Uh, actually, so here's the thing. the last These last three points are all baseball stadium related. So got a little theme for this day in baseball history. Oh. So 1961, Houston voters approved financing for a dome stadium, removing the last hurdle to gaining a major league franchise for the Texas City. The Astrodome, the eighth one of the world, will be the result of the approval and will serve as the Astros' home from 1965 to 1999. 2003. Eighth one of the world. Yeah, apparently it's called the eighth one of the world. I don't know why. Generous. Very. 2003, the White Sox announced their new Comiskey Park will now be known as U.S. Cellular Field. The 20-plus year deal with the wireless service provider, which will pay the White Sox $68 million, changes the name of the home used by the Southsiders since 1910. But uh, it's now guaranteed rate field, so obviously that, <laughs> that contract didn't live to its uh, fullest extent. Um, and lastly here, 2007... Major League Baseball announces Yankee Stadium as the venue for the 2008 All-Star Game, uh, marking the fourth time in its history. The other three were 1939, 1960, and 1977 that the ballpark has served as the game's host. The annual Midsummer Classic will showcase the historic house that Ruth built in its final season as the home of the Bronx Bombers. Pretty That's when we weird. saw Josh Hamilton go wild at the Home Run Derby. That's when we saw Josh Hamilton hit like 3,000 home runs. Yeah. Up into like the upper deck. Yeah, hitting the subway going by. Fantastic. Uh, what's not fantastic, baseball tonight is not coming back. Dude. In terms of, it being, a, in terms of it being a daily show. It will still air leading up to Sunday Night Baseball, but what are your thoughts on this? It's so annoying. ESPN sucks. ESPN continues to get worse. I don't understand why. Like, I think they admittedly don't like baseball. Well, no, because the president of ESPN is actually a big baseball guy, so I don't know if but, that's necessarily it. I'm telling you, dude. Like, SportsCenter hardly talks about baseball. The rest of the shows are like talk shows. I don't know. I mainly only watch in the morning, but it's like there. It's always about basketball. It's always about football. No baseball ever. No talk shows about baseball. So I think that's because didn't ESPN purchase MLB Network? Is that I think this is the thought process behind it, right? Because that's why they, Matt Vasgersian can do Sunday Night Baseball. Now. Yeah, I think they established some sort of uh, deal or whatever. Uh, but the thing is with ESPN, I mean, credit to them. They they go with what's clickbait worthy. They go with like the hot. They go with LeBron. They go with Tom Brady. There's no, to be fair. There's nothing really in baseball that's super like hot topic types type stuff. Like even with the Harper Machado signings, they've waited so long that, like we said, nobody even really cares about it anymore. So, I mean. In terms of what ESPN chooses to cover, I mean, I'm not going to blame them because it, they go with what people are talking about. And what about in season? Now we're not going to have baseball tonight during the season. 
I mean, that's true. And I'm not knocking baseball, but let's be honest. It is a 162-game season. We've already acknowledged that. It's a very long season. So it is difficult to kind of give the same attention you would to the NFL or the NBA to baseball. But at the same time, I don't see why they're removing it altogether, or at least as a nightly show or whatever. ESPN's dead to me. ESPN is garbage. They really are. Yeah. Um, but there were some kind of rumors or uh, reasons that people think that this might have happened, one of which being that MLB had opted to let uh, ESPN slide on a contractual obligation to have a certain amount of studio shows during each season. And I guess that baseball was one of the first to go, as we kind of alluded to, understandably so. You're not going to get rid of your football or NBA uh, studio shows. Um, And then the other one was that the ratings projections for baseball-specific shows on ESPN basically just reaffirmed that the decision was the right one. Whatever, dude. They fire everyone like every year. They're cutting out shows. Doesn't I think Disney owns ESPN now. Yeah. So like Disney is worth a crap ton of money. But now they're just firing all all these people and you know, destroying memories of my childhood. I mean the plus here is that they're still keeping it. They're not getting rid of it altogether. I mean it'll still be there for Sunday night baseball. But I agree with you. I hate it. ESPN is terrible. I don't see why you have to get rid of it throughout the rest of the week. It doesn't make sense to me. It's like me. our one show. It's like the one thing we have on ESPN. That's it. It's the one Whatever. thing. I give up. Anything else on that? Mm, no, sounds, man. Sounds like you're done with ESPN. Yeah, I'm done with ESPN. I'm, I'm, I'm writing them off. They're done. I'm over it. All right. We've got some uh, some current event signings happening uh, that have have had happened in the last couple of days. Nothing crazy, but uh, one of which being Neil Walker signing a one-year, $2 million deal with the Marlins. This was like the week of one-year deals. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Very strange. Yeah. Uh, career 268 hitter, but um, truth is the guy's a poor man's Ben Zobrist. Can switch hit. Can play Ouch. multiple positions. So I'm not knocking the guy. You're not just... holding any punches. Well, you're not exactly lifting him up either. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's going to Miami. Honestly, it's I don't know. I got I it's whatever to me. He's uh he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad player. You're just you're getting a middle of the road guy who can float around and do pretty much anything for you. I'm sure it's a manager's dream. Honestly, I'm sure Don Mattingly will love having him down there. Uh, next one, Sean Kelly. Hold on, slow down, slow down. We need to talk about this a little more. Do you, you think? Ta- yeah, I would love to talk about Neil Walker. All right. <laughs> In fact, he was the one I was looking forward to talking about most today. No, not actually, <laughs> not actually. Uh, but do you think this is a good move? In my opinion, this doesn't uh, this doesn't hurt Miami whatsoever. Like, there's literally, not a bad move at all. This literally doesn't make them a it just doesn't make them a worse team people are like oh why would you sign him like why wouldn't you sign him like what what do you have to lose yeah you you got him on a great deal two million bucks um and again he provides some veteran presence for a young team and can play a different position every day i got 
I'm not saying it's going to put the Marlins at, in conversation of doing anything, but it is a good deal because the Marlins are like, eh, no one else is going to grab them. I'll swoop them up. So why not? I still think I stick with what I say. He's a poor man's Ben Zobrist. You know? You're really just trying to get that on a quote graphic, aren't you? I am. You're really just trying to get people to to message no. you and if tell you If we do a quote graphic on Neil Walker, I'm going to be disappointed in your well, decision. Well, I'm going to do a quote graphic on Neil Walker. So <laughs> prepare yourself. Uh, can I move on now to Sean Kelly? Sure, go ahead. I just, I mean, hey, Neil Walker's 33 years old, man. You got to give him some respect. You can't just be like, yeah, one year, $2 million deal. Moving on, Sean Kelly. Uh, so one year, <laughs> I mean, give him, give him his due, man. But yes, you can you can proceed on to Sean Kelly. All right, I don't like Sean Kelly, by the way. Just just gonna start with that, especially after the little fit that he threw on the mound last year. Uh, signs a one year, two point five million dollar contract with the Rangers. Uh, two point seven five million dollar deal with the Rangers. With uh, well, technically, it's a there's a buyout clause, so I think that's what you're including. Because it's a club option, twenty twenty, with another two point five attached to it, but there's a two uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollar buyout. So maybe that's what you're talking about. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Cont- yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> uh, career three six seven ERA had a two nine four ERA last year in forty nine innings between the Nationals and the A's. Um, another situation where. It's not going to put the Rangers in conversation of doing anything, um, but a decent, cheap pickup. Well, not to say that it would put him in the conversation for winning a World Series, but we can't ignore the fact that the Rangers have been active this offseason. Like, they've been they've been signing guys, making deals. I don't know, man. They dumped Profar, and I thought they got a bright future. So I don't see what they're doing. I don't, I don't quite get it. Yeah, I guess I'm deceiving myself and thinking that their moves mean they're heading the right direction. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Sean Kelly, the Rangers, I don't know, man, I'm trying, I'm creating my own storylines. There's no, 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 nothing else going on. I got to make up my own stories. This is brutal. That's why I'm trying to cruise through this because it's not exciting. Greg, hold on. You're telling me Greg Holland signing a one year, $3.25 million deal with the diamondbacks was not at the top of your list of things you wanted to talk about today? If not, sir, then I'm just going to hop off this recording. <laughs> Career 283 ERA. Um, he had a rough stint last year with the cards. Uh, he had an ERA just under eight. Then they dumped him off to the Nationals. Um, and he kind of turned it around there uh, through 21 innings, but he had a .84 ERA. So... You know, pretty decent. Didn't didn't let much happen against him in Washington. Uh, the dude used to be lights out with Kansas City, so you know maybe this one year deal and a you know no pressure small market will help him get back on track and kind of get refocused. What I what I have to say about these two relievers in these contracts, um, I gotta feel like the market is just getting so much smaller for for Kimball you know like I I feel like his asking price is just going to be cut in half at this point well you mentioned Kimball a lot of speculation that he's uh heading to the Sox because nobody else wants him but 
the Sox are just kind of adding to their bullpen, whether whether he's in the storyline or not. They uh, just signed Henry Mejia, which pretty sure this guy was banned from baseball for life. So not really sure how this happened, <laughs> why it happened, uh, but I'm pretty pissed. There's um, I know I know you get on me about being a fanboy for the Red Sox, rightfully so. But I will say there are some moves that they've made over the course of my fanhood that I'm just like I don't care. No, this was a stupid move. AJ Przinsky, uh, Uenis Cespedes wasn't a fan of his. Uh. David Price at first because he had that beef with uh, Big Poppy, and I'm going to bat for Big Poppy ten times out of ten. I'm like, well, if you don't like him, then I don't like you. <laughs> Thankfully, they worked, they ironed that out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they've made some moves. Where I'm just like, I don't, I don't like it, and this is one of them. Signed him to a, signed him to a minor league deal. Uh, said they will give him 625 grand, but his suspension history is what gets me. February 2015, suspended for PEDs. Again in July of that year. And then again in February 2016. That was the third and final time, uh, which made him the first player ever banned for life under the league's drug rules and three strikes approach. Um, He was also one of only four living people banned for life by Major League Baseball. The other three being Pete Rose, uh, Chris Correa, who was the ex-Cardinals exec who hacked the Astros, and then uh, John Copalela or whatever, how do you, however you say his last name. The ex, that sounds good. The, the ex-Braves general manager who broke international signing rules. So not the greatest company there. But here's the, here's the interesting thing, which I didn't know this. At one point, Mejia and his lawyer were threatening to sue Major League Baseball, alleging that they would basically uncover a bunch of corruption that had gone on in years prior, like within the league. And apparently apparently that never happened. Mejia applies for reinstatement and gets back in. So a little shady business going on there. Wondering Yeah. I'm wondering if I wonder if Major League Baseball just said, uh, we'd rather not welcome back, buddy. So I don't know how to feel about that. Not a fan of it. But not- the truth is I don't understand if this is nothing but bad publicity, you know what I mean? Is this talent really worth signing and really worth all of this talk right now? Well, lack thereof, because he's got a career record of nine and fourteen with an ERA of three six eight. So, makes no sense. To nothing me. to write home about. Makes no sense to me. You're you're. This is negative news. Hasn't you know? Hasn't pitched like, since twenty fifteen. That's the that's the kicker. Yeah, what what is the point of this? And how much money was it for? Uh, 625 grand. So, I mean, not a crazy amount of money by any means, but the fact sure. that you're just bringing him on, assuming yeah. he'll eventually take up a roster spot at one point or another, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, what a waste. What a waste. And the well, other thing the other thing too is there's there's been a lot of uh been a lot of negative feedback from other free agents that haven't been signed yet. And they're like, all right, this guy hasn't pitched since 2015. Why do I not have a job? <laughs> and I mean, I have to agree with him. Granted, yeah. he only went for 625,000. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the condition as to why these other guys aren't signed, presumably wanting more money. 
But I mean, I can I can understand the sentiment of like this guy hasn't pitched in three four years, like it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me, and especially the Red Sox of all teams. Like, why do you need like you don't need to go dumpster diving? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't I don't understand the move. This this would have made sense for a low end team, you know, like the Blue Jays, to try to see if this guy has anything left and give him a second chance or a fourth chance. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, are the Yankees? I mean, they've they've often oh, been okay. thought of. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, they've what? often been thought of as like a like a, a low end AAA team. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. give the guy his, his his chance. MLB allowed him back into baseball, so I mean, give the guy his due. Makes no sense. I'm just kidding. I. I retract that statement because apparently I'm not allowed to have opinions on the Red Sox and Yankees. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to retract that statement. So, yeah, good. But time. unfortunately we have to transition to a guy that once played for the Red Sox. Yeah. And just and, as greasy though. And saw a little bit, I'm sorry. Just as greasy. Can you say Salty that again? Was I, didn't, a greasy I, dude. I didn't hear what you said. You say that one more time. Jared Saltilamacchia was a greasy SOB. That guy never showered. Well, I mean, he hits walk-offs in the ALCS, so I don't really care. But anyway, retires after 12 seasons, says he wanted to spend more time with the family. He played for – he was he was a journeyman. He played for the Braves, yeah. Rangers, Red Sox, Marlins, D-backs, Tigers, and the Blue Jays. And – also apparently has the longest last name in Major League Baseball history. Which That's, didn't know. It's the only thing I'm going to miss, man. Not going to lie. It was, it was a cool name to say. It was, it was fun. Fun to see that jersey where it was just wrapping around the numbers. I would have just put Salty back there, honestly. I agree. Here's the thing, though. When I was pulling my notes together, I was like, all right, do we do we need to mention this or should we just let this slide? And I'm like, there's something about this guy. I mean, here, here's his career numbers. He was a 232 hitter, had 110 home runs, 381 RBIs, had an OBP of 306, and a slugging percentage of 408. Any other guy that has those numbers, we're probably not even going to mention. Mm-hmm. But there's, I feel like, I don't know what it is, There's, and it's not because he played for Boston, I promise. But there's something about this guy where it's just like, I feel like you always just kind of heard his name or you saw him on TV, like in some way, shape or form. Because, I mean, because he was the journeyman, you just saw him all over the place. And I just feel like it was one of those things where no matter what year it was, you just saw him playing. But apparently just goes quietly into the night, into retirement. So I felt like we had to at least acknowledge it because he was just. Maybe it, maybe it was the name. I don't know, but it just. I think mean, it just was just, the name, man. It was. There's just I mean, something honestly, about him. Honestly, he didn't have that bad of a swing. Like from the left side, it was it was pretty sweet. But I do, as I mentioned, I I most remember him from the 2013 ALCS when he hit the walk off single in game two, poked it through the left side there under Jose Iglesias' glove in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, I know he had 25 jacks back in 2012. So I think that was his his best year. He obviously had his most playing time with Boston, um, but you know it was like you said. I think it was more of a defensive thing, especially as a catcher, um, bounce around, help young you know pitching staffs, and you know I think uh, it's going to be sad not to say his name anymore. 
Maybe it was just the combination of his name and facial hair. Because when he wanted to grow his beard out, he could do it. Greasy. All right, man. The guy is going into retirement. Oh, <laughs> also, another thing I almost forgot to mention. Apparently, this guy married his gym teacher in high school. Or from high school. Not in high school. That would have been weird. Married his gym what? teacher from high school. Did you know this? No. Yeah. So, hold on. Salt. See, I can't even type this dude's name out. Yeah. So apparently, it was like his gym teacher, Ashley Saltalamakia, married in two thousand five. Um. Yeah. Apparently, married his high school. I think I said gym teacher, but apparently, it was like the year after he graduated or something. Personal relationship didn't begin until the fall of 2004, a year after he graduated. Well, of course you got to say that. What? Relationship couldn't have started in high school, (laughs) which I'm sure it did. What? (laughs) I don't know if we have enough time to dive into that one. I mean, yeah, former gym teacher at Royal Palm Beach High School in Florida. That's just, I mean, that's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, good for you, man. But it's almost like, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, that's a little, that's a little questionable. What are you doing there, Jared? Uh, that's funny, though. Very strange. But yeah, well, I felt that that could be our, our lasting memory of Jared Saltalamaki. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, all right. Moving on to the meaty subject the top 25 under 25. Top 25, under 25. Um, so I'm just going to run through and read off these guys real quick. Um, cracking the list at number 25 is Jose Peraza, shortstop for the Cincinnati Reds. 24, Brad Keller, starting pitching, starting pitcher for the Kansas City Royals. Shane Bieber, uh, not Justin, starting pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. Oh, is it not Justin? Well, that's what he wrote on his – never mind. Remember the Players' Day weekend jersey? Gosh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, don't get so defensive. Uh, Johan Mancada, second baseman for the Chicago White Sox, is at 22-21. Josh Hader, left-handed pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers. Hader, I hardly know her. <laughs> uh, 20, Ian Happ, outfielder slash infielder, little utility guy for the Chicago Cubs. A 19, Harrison Bader, center fielder for the Cards. 18, Miguel Andujar, third baseman for the Yankees. 17, Jack Flaherty, starting pitcher for the Cardinals. 16, Willie Adamas, shortstop for the Rays. Willie. 15, Ozzy Albies, second baseman for the Atlanta Braves. 14, Matt Olson, first baseman for the A's. 13, Aldoberto Mondesi. Uh, did I say that right? Which is Raul's kid, right? Yeah. Uh, man, I've never really noticed his first name before. Shortstop for the Royals. Uh, 12, Gleyber Torres, middle infielder for the Yankees. 11, Jose Barrios, starting pitcher for the Twins. This guy, honestly, you always forget about because I didn't realize he's still under 25. Number 10, Andrew Benintendi. Hold on, you, who are you saying you forgot? You saying you forgot Jose Barrios, or you forget Andrew Benintendi? I forgot that he's still under twenty-five. Who Benintendi? Benintendi, yeah. That's 
kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, he has been around a while. Yeah. Or it seems like, uh, at least. I mean, like, he's been relevant for a few years. It's just, you kind of, you wouldn't think he was still under 25. Uh, number nine, Shohei Otani, DH for the Angels. Uh, number eight, Juan Soto, left fielder for the Nationals. Number seven, Herman Marquez, starting pitcher for the Rockies. Six, Walker Bueller, starting pitcher for the Dodgers. Five, another guy you forget who's still under 25, Corey Seager, shortstop for the Dodgers. Number four, Carlos Correa, shortstop for the Astros. Number three, Cody Bellinger, first base slash center fielder for the Dodgers. Number two, Ronald Acuna Jr., left fielder for the Atlanta Braves. And numero uno. SeatGeek, it's the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. The next time you add some tickets to your cart, Use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly oh, <laughs> off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's all. I swear, this gets longer every time I read it. That's all you got to do to save some of that cold, hard cash. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. So SeatGeek coming in at number one. That's a bold, <laughs> that's a bold take. Kyle is not salty at all about Alex Bregman. Who is the number one? 25 under 25. You know how much it pained me to include him on the graphic for today's show? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, man. It, it. I feel like it shows because instead of just going with Bregman, I was like, you know what? I can at least make this graphic a little better. I'm going to throw Correa in there as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm a little salty. But yeah. uh, but looking at this list, any any surprises? Anything? Anybody you think should be higher, lower? Um, you know, I don't understand Bellinger being in front of Carlos Correa. Honestly, I honestly don't understand Acuna being over Carlos Correa. I would argue that Carlos Correa deserves a number one or number two spot here. Um, I think Benintendi should be a little higher. I think Corey Seager's a little too high. Nate, you we know, don't need this, to give we don't need to give Astros fans a gratification of having the left side of their infield fall at number one and number two on the list. <laughs> we can't we can't know. give I, them we can't give them that satisfaction. I I don't I don't know if Bregman deserves to be number one or two. I think I mean Bregman's pretty legit, I'm not gonna lie. I, he is legit, but I think Correa is probably the number one guy on the list for me. What do you think? Well, he's also uh, soon for Shohei Otani to be number nine. Yeah, I mean, we've already shared our opinions about him, but it doesn't seem as though the baseball world really cares because they're just going to keep hyping him up yeah. as the Japanese Babe Ruth. Uh, one surprise for me, or one one guy I think should maybe be a little higher, and maybe it's more so just because of. Uh, projection rather than what he's done thus far because he hasn't obviously hasn't been in the league very long. Willie Adamas, I told you um, a while back that he was with AAA down here in Durham. Yeah, um, I got to see him play a lot, and then I kind of followed him because being with Tampa Bay, they played the Sox a lot, so I was able to see him a number of times. Uh, but that dude, that is a talented guy, and I think. 
if you were to take this list and and try to figure out who falls into into what spot at the end of the year, I think he falls he's he would fall higher than 16 because I really think he's got he's got a bright future ahead of him. So I think he he'll be a little higher. Um, Yuan Moncada, to be honest with you, I know he's at 22, but I just a little bit of a dud. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he falls into this into this uh, top 25 list. I think I again, I think if you were to take this list at the end of the year, based on what he what he does over the course of this season, I don't think he makes this list at the end of the year. Yeah, um, um, I should mention some honorable mentions we got. By the way, uh, position players. Uh, we have center fielder Albert Amora Jr., shortstop Orlando Arcia, center fielder Frankie Cordero, outfielder David Dahl, third baseman Rafael Devers, center fielder Ramon Lorena, 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 Lorena. It's an E A N O. It's throwing me off. Uh, right fielder Nomar Mazara, shortstop. Ahmed Rosario, pitchers, uh, Jose Alvarado, Jaime Barria, Corbin Burns, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Zach Eflin, Jordan Hicks, Robert Azuna. So basically the rest of the league. Yeah. Even guys that aren't, even the guys that aren't under 25 made the honorable mention list. They just wanted to throw everybody on there. So basically all 720, uh, (laughs) <laughs> are on this list in one in one way or another. I know I'm tired of reading. So I do think Jordan Hicks is a stud. That guy's. I think if, like you were saying, if we look at this list at the end of the year, I think Jordan Hicks will will be on this list. That guy throws ched, like casually throwing 104. So then, right now, what is your top three? You said not Bregman, possibly not Bellinger. My top three, I think Correa goes number one. Um, I think I'd probably go... Oh, man. This is kind of tough. I think probably Benintendi, two. Wow, that's quite a jump. And Walker Bueller, three. So Correa, Benintendi, and Bueller... Yeah. That's bold take. Uh, Bueller's pretty bold. No, I mean, you're the king of bold takes, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... I would... I'd probably go... I'd probably go... I mean, I can't disagree with Bregman. I mean, like I said, the guy's... The guy's a stud. I don't like him, but it doesn't take away from the fact that he's good. I would probably go Bregman, Acuna... And I would say either I would say either Correa or Bueller as number three. Yeah, because I saw, I was actually reading this article the other day where it said I think it started off being like Clayton Kershaw is not the best pitcher on the Dodgers any longer. And I'm like, wow, that's whoa. That's I mean, <laughs> I but that, that I mean that's what we were talking. That's what we talked about there. And uh, I think it was like right after the World Series when we were talking about. Or no, I think you might have mentioned you said that you think he'll get the the nod on opening day, which I still think is completely outlandish. But I you, think it's I think it's nuts. Um, I I don't know. It's again king of bold takes, man. I like to, I like to shake things up. But um, 
I don't know. I, if it was my decision, I'd probably go with Walker Bueller, but I think with nostalgia and veteran and the whole, you know, unwritten rule kind of thing, it's going to be Kershaw. Okay. Relooking at this, I got to, I got to redo my top three. So we're going to go, we're going to go Korea number one. I'm keeping that. But yeah, looking at it, I got to keep Bregman at two and then Ben attendee three. So I'm bumping Walker Bueller. And what's your reasoning for keeping Cray at one? Uh, well, for all you war freaks out there, the dude is ridiculous. He's sitting at 18. No one else is really even close. Um, I know he had a down year last year, but he, I think he had some back issues that he was dealing with all year. And even then, it wasn't that horrible of a year. Um, I know he didn't hit well, but he still managed to play 110 games. He's still you know, solid defensively. So, you know, I, I think he's number one for me. And he's going to be number one this year. Isn't it just crazy? I'm just, I'm just sitting here looking at this list. All these guys are under 25 years old. Yeah, we are not. Holy cow. I mean, it's one thing to just, like, run through a list and be like, all right, who do you think deserves to be up on the list, down the list, so on and so forth. But, I mean, if you just look at the list as a whole, it's like – Baseball has got some future. solid talent. Baseball yeah. has got a future. I mean, this, I mean that's just crazy. It's exciting. I'm I'm pumped to see how these guys' uh, careers and futures end up. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm gonna stick. What did I say? I'm going with Bregman. You kept Bregman one. Yeah, I think I might bump Cray up to three. Um. So yeah, that'd be my top three. But as we said, it'll be interesting to see how these how these guys pan out, or how this list rather pans out by the end of the year. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, but moving on, we got some DMs we're gonna buzz through here. DMs sports underscore fan underscore four asks Mets record next year. Um. Well, you got them winning the division, but I've got them. Maybe finishing like 500. I'm going to go 81 and 81. They're going to win the division with 91 games. Uh, Oaktown fan, 26. Our guy. Our guy. Asks, is Matt Olson the best first baseman in the American League? Yeah. I mean, I think really the only – I know you and I were talking about this. I think the only other guy that really stands a chance – or belongs in that conversation rather is uh jose brayu because um, like you and i said technically edwin encarnacion could fall into that conversation but he statistically is a dh i mean i know on paper he might be considered a first baseman but i would i mean yeah i would say right now today yeah probably are we kind of leaving out albert pujols out of this list i mean if we're going, I mean, it depends on what factors you incorporate. I mean, if you're, t- if you're, you're pulling saying like in, right now. Yeah. I mean, if you're pulling in like career numbers and, and yeah, what you've done for me lately and all that other stuff. If, I mean, if you start look, bringing in all these different angles, then maybe the list changes. But I think right now today heading into 19 in terms of potential production, I think he's your guy. That's fair. Victor asks, what will the Red Sox record be in 2019 and how far will they go in the postseason? 
Uh, well, I've got them, as I've said on here before, got them winning the World Series, beating the Atlanta Braves. Uh, but I'm going to give them a record. Uh, I was thinking about it today. I I see there being a little bit of a fall off just because assuming you don't pick up Craig Kimbrell, you're gonna, there's going to be a, a handful of games that you would have won last season, but you're not going to be able to pull out this year. And just because I think it's going to be hard trying to live up to last year in terms of, oh, are they going to be able to top last year's win total? So I think there'll be a little bit of a drop-off. I'm going to say they win 102 because, as we've said, it's basically the same team, uh, but I think there'll be a little bit of a drop-off. So I'm going to say they win 102 games. or Yeah, so 102 and 60. I don't think they get over 100. Um, Anthony asks... Which deserves the biggest asterisks when it comes to home run total? Babe Ruth and racism, Hank Aaron and various drugs, or Barry Bonds and steroids? Yeah, so Hank Aaron apparently experimented a little bit with greenies or speed. Uh, but I don't think either that or Babe Ruth and the fact that he didn't play with uh, African-American baseball players I mean, technically, you're not really cheating the game. Um, but Barry Bonds, according to Major League Baseball rule, broke the rules. I mean, granted, you can talk about testing and all that, but the dude is a Michelin man. He, I mean, look at him when he was with, with Pittsburgh and look at him when he was with San Francisco. You cannot tell me, you cannot tell me Barry Bonds did not juice. You just can't. Yeah, head size went up, feet, hands, they all got bigger. HGH, biggest asterisks. And we don't even need to mention the other guys. Hands down. Yeah. Danny asks The A's hired back Sandy Alderson from the Mets as a senior advisor to baseball operations. He assembled the A's three consecutive World Series teams from 1988 to 1990. How will this move factor the, into the success of the A's in 2019? Well, Danny, I'm not going to pretend that I am a diehard A's fans by any <laughs> by any means, but I mean, it sounds like I mean he was at, he was what in recent news uh, because he announced that he was cancer free, which is awesome. Which isn't yep. obviously related to this question, but I just figured I'd mention that awesome news for him. Um, but I mean, it sounds like he's had success in the past. Um, and bringing him back to the organization that he had that success with, I think is pretty cool. Um, so I, I mean, I, again, I have the A's winning the division in the West and I don't see how this move hurts their chances whatsoever. I think it only helps them. So that's my take. I feel like there's absolutely no, there's nothing risky about bringing in a, a special advisor, or a senior advisor, anytime when no. you bring a retired player back to, Spring training, come hang out with the guys. Great. When you bring one in in the front office, great. Like there's never, I can't say ever, any say ever say anything bad about those. Uh, Nick asks, will Nashville have a team? Uh, I don't know. Nashville is, I think, one of the fastest growing cities in America. Um, and although I would love to see them acquire a major league baseball team, I would hate to see the sounds have to dip out. Like I just feel like yeah. the Nashville sounds, that's just kind of a cool part about that city. And I don't know. I, th- I would, 
I would think Portland would maybe be in the running before Nashville. Say, yeah. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think, I think Portland and Vegas have to be in that conversation, especially with football starting up in Vegas soon. Um, just a matter of team, a matter of time before we have other sports involved there too with the NHL. Yep. Uh, Zach asks, is Pete Rose the best hitter of all time? Uh, no, Ted Williams. He wrote the book on hitting. Can't disagree there. Uh, my man Dizzy, will Nolan Arenado finish the season in Denver? Or, or is Nate-, Nate a typical New York Yankees fan and dead set that he will be a Yankee because that's what Yankee fans do? <laughs> you know, you say Joe Diz is your guy. I'm starting to think Joe Diz is my guy. I mean, he's, <laughs> he lays it out there. Um, I, I don't know, Nate. What do you think? I'm not. I'm not the Yan- typical Yankees fan. Um, I will give you when credit. It comes you're, to certain things, you're very because rational. because they're uh, the typical Yankees fan is pissed that Machado isn't in pinstripes right now, and I'm very much not on that side. Um, but I will say that you know that's kind of been the buzz, the rumor that the Yankees are just kind of waiting out for for Arenado. Um, I think that has to be a part of the conversation. I don't know what it's going to be. He's a California kid. I don't know if he grew up, you know, a Dodgers fan or something, and maybe that's his first choice. Who knows what it's going to be? Um, obviously, I would love to have him there. Uh, he's the best third baseman in the game. And, yeah, I mean, that would be great. But I I don't think – I don't see him leaving the Rockies this year. I don't think I don't see them trading him. Yeah, I don't Do you? Know. No. I, I think, think he sticks around for the whole year. I think he sticks around for the whole year, and then we have him winning the division. I do. Do you? I don't even remember who I have winning the NLS. I think we both do. Yeah, because I think I have the Dodgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we both got Colorado winning the division. Um. But yeah, I think he finishes out 2019 in Colorado, and I think once he hits free agency, he more so than probably Harper Machado. I'm excited to watch this dude's free agency because I think that is going to be an interesting, interesting journey to follow. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. And his asking price apparently for this this year in arbitration thing was uh, pretty high. I mean, he asked for 30, right? Yeah. So. I think, I think he's he sees himself in that category with Harper and Machado. So, I don't know what this off season is going to do to his off season next year. I don't know if that changes his price at all. But uh, the guy's a stud, and anyone would be lucky to have him. Can't disagree with you there. All right. Well, we are short on time, so we won't be able to have a best and worst segment. But we might either save that for next show or just wait till next Thursday. Uh, we'll figure that out, but that's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, no, man. I still don't have a sign off. Dang it! Yeah, you need to get on this. I gotta think. I really gotta think about it by next time. Uh, as always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch up with you. <laughs> I'm gonna start that over. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys early next week. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating and review. Nate, you don't have a sign-off, but do you know how many stars these people should leave? How many do you think, Kyle? 
No, no, no. This isn't my thing. You're not going to flip oh, this no, on me. No, no, no. You always put the pressure on me. I'm just asking you, what What do you think? When have I put the pressure feel? on you? You put the pressure on me on five stars all the time. Because this is your thing. Just like my well, thing what? is the intro. This is like kind of your outro. So Maybe how many we stars? switch it up. Maybe I do the intro. No, maybe you don't do the intro. Nate, how many <laughs> stars should they leave? I guess five if you want. I think I think five would be nice. I could go with five. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'd be okay with that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's like right there in the sweet spot. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. And then maybe like a nice little review, little little comment, just a, just a casual, even like thing. a little one liner. Or what I mean, if, yeah, I mean, if you've got if you've got a free afternoon or something, and you want to write us like a thousand word essay, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you no. I don't know if iTunes will allow you to write that long of a review, but if you'd like to, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no. Good point. I'm gonna look that up. What the what the character limit is? Just as long as it's accompanied by five stars. That's all I really care about, honestly. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that about does it for me, Nate. Any closing thoughts before I close this out? Stop asking me. All right, we love y'all, and as always, <laughs> we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time. Stay filthy. What the f- are you trying to take? You take! Don't tell me you don't see it!